The opinions expressed in this podcast are not representative of the opinions of anyone else, but they totally should be, because they are right. If you're a kid, make sure to check with your parents before you listen, will you please? We don't need any more angry emails, okay? Those are a real bummer. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Welcome to 30 Lives. My name is Cody Clements. I'm Nick Cunningham. Like Chilean miners, we <laughs> emerge victoriously into the light, and we have returned unto you, our listeners. We're back. To bring you Video James. I mean, Video Games. Oh, God, video, God not Video James. Video, uh, video James was stuck in the mind. <laughs> we left him there. We had to with, eat Video with, James. With racist, feudal <laughs> Japanese ghosts. <laughs> and uh oh man who else did we have i don't even remember it's been so long uh guys we all have we all have old man beards now it's true and wizard robes for yep. some reason yep. i'm not really sure yeah somehow somehow in the adventure i left the country and then came back I, yeah it's pretty um, wild which at least delayed one of our episodes yep. um or just canceled it all together so i'm chris Cromlett. so sorry it's been a while chris Cromlett over there i'm first Cromlett. um and uh uh yeah we we had some issues <laughs> scheduling so we're back for now um we'll see how long this one lasts yeah doing podcasts is like hard uh, uh for for being a thing where all you do is go into a room and yell at a microphone it is surprisingly podcast. difficult doing the podcast isn't hard getting people together to do the podcast is the hard part yeah fair enough nail it yeah. true this man speaks the truth yep. um but so here we are. But here we are, and we again. talk about video games. And we're very sorry. We will. We will try to uh, hopefully be a little bit more consistent going here into the end of the year. Uh, we'll be better I for you in the future. You guys baby. need to talk after the show. Oh yeah, I was gonna say because <laughs> Cody's also leaving the country here so, uh, will, shortly. Well, we'll be not on for three I'm weeks. Le- so I'm leaving great. the planet. Oh, I'm going. I'm going oh. on that Elon Musk Mars mission. <laughs> that's like that's like next year, right? That's twenty. I'm gonna open 30? me up. I'm gonna open me up a Mars farm. Where you just I'm gonna f- farm Marses? I'm gonna farm Marses. <laughs> My favorite candy. Mars bars? Yeah, I'm gonna farm Mars bars Mars-mar? on Mars. It'll be so damn literal. <laughs> Are those <laughs> Yeehaw! <laughs> it's me, Martian Ted. Martian the, the best the, the best hill- Martian farmer you ever done saw. The somehow Martian Hillbilly. Uh yeah. Uh, what is the cost of entry for for a trip on the on the Mars flight? Is like two hundred thousand dollars? Is is what he was assuming? Really? Yeah, yeah. Elon Musk was saying. I like, mean, it's cash out your four hundred one k because you're never coming back. For my the dude. <laughs> for the price of the average U.S. house, you can fly and live on Mars. Also, you have to buy a house on Mars too. So I mean, real estate's probably pretty cheap, right? Yeah, I there's can imagine. The whole, there's the whole no one owning it. Yeah, <laughs> that probably. That's good. I mean, it's like the I Wild live West. there. I that am, seems like a good place. Yeah, I imagine like the property taxes are low because there's not a lot of infrastructure <laughs> to sustain. <laughs> it's a lot like the Wild West, except you're not displacing indigenous peoples in the process. I love I love how Elon Musk, after he had this this conference where he was like, "We totally have a plan for all this," uh, had to clarify like like the the next day he was like. Just FYI, I don't have plans for any of the other stuff. I have plans to get people there and get a <laughs> ship back. That's all. So, like, if y'all want to like build over there, that's your shit. Peace <laughs> out. <Yep>. Figure out. <laughs> and go then ahead he and dropped the out. mic and walked yeah. away. Go ahead and figure out how to stay alive. Yeah. Figure out how to eat. Uh, <laughs> if you can all figure that stuff out, I will get a. I will get a rocket fired in the right direction. <laughs> we will. We will I shoot you rockets? off that way, and it will be great. I own rockets and capsules. Yep. <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, well, in, in, in the, the, non-space news. Well, I was gonna say, and the and like, you also like according 
one of his ideas was that you have to like nuke the planet in order to jumpstart the the yeah. creation of the atmosphere. Yeah, warm that shit up. Yeah. If you do that, then you vaporize all of the delicious, delicious uh, 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 H2O in the in the embedded in the Martian soil, and mm-hmm. it shoots that up in the atmosphere, and then you get a little bit of greenhouse gas going, and it warms everything up a little bit. So it's just nuke it a couple Yet of another times. one of uh, mankind's uh, solutions that can be solved by vaping. Just, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. There you go. Get them thick, thick clouds. <laughs> we got so many problems as a, as, a, as a species, and I feel like vaping is really the, just the gateway for us getting... <laughs> Vape Lord Elon Musk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the true vape lord. The, 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 vape the one lord, true the vape, vape lord. lord of Mars. My one true vape lord. Oh, God. oh boy. Uh, can we talk about video games, though? No, we're going to talk about Mars vaping the whole time. Please. <laughs> um, no. Uh, so <sighs> I would say every week, but that's fucking not true at all. Uh, whenever we get together and talk about things, it's usually about video games. Uh, and when we're not talking about Mars vaping <laughs> and vape lords, and vape lords, we're talking about what we've been playing. So, Nick. Yes. What you been playing? Boy, it's been a while. So I, I know I, at I least one of them involves sabers. Yeah, don't um, don't tell us everything you've been playing since the last episode because we might be here things. for oh, a while. Oh, I, I have no intention of doing so. Just give um, us the highlights. Yeah, I mean, I also haven't played a terrible. I haven't played a terrible lot of things. Um, uh, actually, just because you know I've been pretty busy mm-hmm. with with you know. I mean, you also left the country for a period of time. So. Yeah, I mean, like I say, yeah, I was, I was kind of busy. Um, I played a little bit of uh, that Chibi Robo Ziplash. Oh yeah, for the 3DS, which reminds me that I have a copy for you there. Mr. Yeah, did you do Rama. that? Did you do that on the plane? Uh, no, I brought my 3DS. Um, mm-hmm. so I, t- I flew to the United Kingdom for a week uh, for work. Um, and I brought my 3DS. Um, and I made sure that it stayed charged that whole time, and I did not open that bad boy a single time. The, bummer. Uh, through through the entirety of that week. Bummer, bummer. Um, because I just uh, I just didn't uh, end up having a lot of opportunity to do so. Yeah, um, it happens. Boy, howdy! I bet I got some sick international street passes, though. Oh hell yeah! Mm. Wait, uh, did you pay for the the hundred street passes? Sure did. Paid? Oh good boy. Um, I am I am a premium uh, premium street member pass member yeah. of the old Street Pass Plaza. Does that get you Nintendo bucks? I don't think so. Oh bummer. No, nope. I need some Nintendo bucks to buy their space dollars, <sighs> which I then convert into coins and use to purchase twenty-five-year-old games. Uh, I don't understand at all. Yep. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, I was gonna say I t- I just basically stopped tracking everything once they switched off the old like Nintendo Club, where buying like actually buying a game meant like meant that I got coins. Yep. Towards a thing. Yep. Um, and since they switched to the new system. Which has about eighteen different uh, conversions. Yeah, there's platinum uh, to be coins, done. gold coins, Mitomo coins, and also like and real money in there somewhere. Yeah, shiki, right to shiki, buy something. Shiki coins, <laughs> and there's the furry coins, and oh boy. Yep. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I mean, other than that, um, boy, um, I hopped a little bit into season eight, Diablo three. Okay. Um, just oh, the other shit, day, I uh, just dropped actually a couple couple few days ago. Hopped I, in there with. Uh, <laughs> Emerald Diamond Shaman, uh, level nine thousand Nathan Green, um, yeah. who who so graciously invited me to his party, um, just a mere number of minutes before he got Kanai's cube, um, so that I could join in the you know my like what started as a level one <laughs> character, and by the time we got to the cube, I was like level twenty or something. As you do, you know the power leveling and the old Diablo three. Sounds um, like sounds like it's time for me to fire up Diablo three on my on my once every three months or whatever i think we have a good opportunity to do that pretty soon i feel like pdx land would be a great opportunity for Mm -hmm. some straight straight power level yeah diablo three seasons are really uh, well suited to that um but yeah so i played a little bit of that um um gosh what else have i really been playing recently um i played like a tiny bit of mini metro uh it came out for mobile and i 
resisted buying it on mobile instead just launched it on steam and played it for you know a little bit to like satiate my desire to spend additional money and buy a game i already own seems like it would work okay on on mobile yep uh, which went pretty well um i dipped back into that osiris new dawn um the the no man's sky that wasn't um or that was but wasn't but the giant worm uh yeah i did not get eaten by giant sandworms uh oh, this time good. um speaking of giant sandworms did oh, you guys see the uh oh. the star citizen i did not uh like Some, something the, related oh, to long, star the long star citizen demo that they did at nope. they, maybe that's what i'm thinking of yeah they did star citizen con or citizen con i believe is what it's I called i believe citizen con is um, what it's called you, you really should if you get the opportunity to just s- complete tangent if speaking of space games uh, you should check out the video they did at citizen con and uh it's it's still a very limited scope game they only have one system mm-hmm. in the game in 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 the uh, like next big patch um, but you can land on the planets and of course it's all like you know dynamic you don't have any loading screens or anything like that but they landed on a planet and no shit like giant like 40 story tall sandworm bust out of the ground and like starts and I seem to remember what, some what idiot shooting at it. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, he shot at it. Yeah, and 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 it, and it, it was actually really cool. It like turned and like looked at it, and him, then it ate him in a major which way, which was great. And then they like faded to black. Like at that moment, you're like, like, okay, uh, perfect. That's a good demo, guys. Makes me real excited to have that game. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say maybe maybe someday I'll dip back into the old Star Citizen. I don't even know if it's I free to play right now, right? It's I mean you have to you have to buy into it. No, I feel like I they made they, like a free-to-play. they made one module free to play that you could just hop in. Like anyone could just sign up and play a single chunk of it or something yeah. like that. For uh, I have no idea. I know I got I, I got a free copy of the full game and a, a AMD, AMD Super Radeon branded chip Radeon Mustang Omega. Yep. Which ugh. what I I traded it out by the way. You can uh, Robert Space Industries has a really interesting system. You can actually you can trade the value of your ship towards a new ship. Okay. So like the the Mustang Omega's ship value is like thirty bucks. And I, I thought you were. I, know I thought, you were, right I thought you were just fucking making up that name. Is that, is that no, what it's, the, it's the stupid ship that we got is no. actually called? Yeah, it's the Mustang Omega Radeon Edition. Um, Good God. And uh, I think the value of that is like thirty bucks or fifty bucks. I can't remember. It's like um, a fucking Android phone. Um, so I think it's a thirty dollar game and then the thirty dollar ship, right? Mm-hmm. And then the next ship up is the the Avenger and it's thirty five dollars. I paid the five dollar difference and I got fucking rid of that shit. Like like threw it out like trash, and now mm-hmm. I have the Avenger, which is a much cooler ship. So cool. Well, I didn't play Star Citizen. I sure, um, I sure but, did. <laughs> but I did. Um, like I said, did play a little bit of a Cyrus New Dawn. Um, I, I yeah, gosh, I don't think I don't think I've played much else new. I played Battlefield One, which I know Chris also played. Yeah. So that is the only other new thing I think that I've played. Which taking um, the wind out of my sails. I just mean that can be an excellent segue, and yeah. that both of us played. It's time for me yeah. to talk about that Battlefield One because I played some games, and they weren't all Blizzard games. I did play what? Blizzard games. Oh, I did. I played Hearthstone, and I played World of Warcraft, and I've been playing uh, that Overwatch because they got the Halloween yeah. Halloween event going on right now. Dude, okay, so I I bought like ten loot crates at the beginning. I didn't play any of that I, horde mode with anybody online. It's, Is that over now? No, no it's, it's, it's still going for another three or four days. I yeah. think it ends on November first. I'll try um, to play with some some of y'all. So uh, yeah, no, it's 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 very good. Um, and I got some loot crates and I got the Witch Mercy skin, which is like the best of the Halloween skins, sure. just right off the bat. So that was kind of neat. Um, but besides the Blizzard games that I've been playing. I've been playing Battlefield 1. Battlefield. Because I got that free copy at PDX Land. You and me both. Yep, and that went nice. Um, <laughs> that was nice. That was very nice for them to give that to us for the price of, you know, entry. Um, but uh, I played through the first 
there's like there's like five four or five i think it's i think it's five 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 little baby campaigns war stories which as make they up call yeah them. which make up the single player mode um so they have like an intro sequence which is like the equivalent of like the first stage of a mega man game where you don't know how to do anything and you don't get anything cool they just show you like this is how you do things you run around and you shoot stuff um and then it goes to this really nice looking map of europe and you can select which area you want to go to. So um, the, the the first story is like Steel on Steel, I think is what it's called. Sure. And it, it focuses nice. on a tank division, <laughs> a British tank division. Black Bess. Um, yep. And you is play. Your tank? Yeah. Your your, be- your your tank's name is Black Bess, and you uh, it's a crew of like four or five or something like that, and um, it's just the process of like going from one town over to the next town. And how difficult that is, um, and you know you're driving through German lines and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, I th- I thought it was um, uh, I thought it was just interesting in general the way that they're kind of approaching, um, just like well, I mean, one just the sort of narrative uh, <laughs> disconnect between multiplayer and campaign in that game is oh hilarious. My God, yeah, um, holy shit! <laughs> but like, I I thought it was really interesting the way that they try to like because the whole prologue of that is is like they basically drop you in as different act, different soldiers that mm-hmm. are not just you're not just like soldier one two three it's like you know john smith yeah you know eight eighteen ninety five to like 1914 or yeah. something like that you know um they basically they they preface the intro the intro level with like you're you're being dropped into frontline combat yeah. you are not expected to survive yeah. we are exposing you to you like die. world war one which was you yeah. know like you know the theater of war basically yep. it is like there was a bunch of people that died and a bunch of these giant like i mean armies that just bunch of smashed smashed into each other and yeah. a bunch of people died because of this like just terrible combination of advent of technology with <laughs> like traditional war yep. methodologies it just meant that a lot of people died unnecessarily and nothing really happened yep. um and even the even the like the campaign stories kind of go into that too like as you get to the end of uh like the i guess this is kind of spoilery ah, okay. it's not really spoilery I'll because live. like you go through the tank campaign mm-hmm. um the, I like the first chapter of the thing if you really really want to you know not have any any skip, skip semblance like of a spoiler a minute um i mean i'm talking about the thing that it tells you after you're done with the campaign not any of the story oh, okay <laughs> um but like you know you're going going to a town to try to, to you know take it back basically you know for the allies Mm -hmm. and then it gets to the end and it's like yeah you made it and uh a horrible amount of people died and it didn't make any fucking difference (laughs) like that's basically what it says it's like yeah because this was world war one and so then you took that and then that didn't matter um thousands of people died in this like huge battle there was 300 tanks and there was just a horrific loss of life life and then we and, and then the war just kept going yep for yep. for a long time, and yep, it was unfortunate. Like- <laughs> um, yeah, it was like, and then the, and then the war raged on for another two years, yep. and like it was just shit. It was yeah. shit all over the place, and yeah. everyone hated it. But the prologue, yeah, I mean, they have um, you basically like you start in one part of this map, and it's like here they come, like we need to defend because you know they're yeah, coming, and you defend as long as you can, and then you get overrun, like kind of no matter what. Uh, yep. I, the the I survived until they got flamethrower flame troops. Yeah, yep, and the flamethrower guys came in and just fucking wrecked all of all yep. of everybody's shit. But then you um, die. 
die. But and you it just die, yeah, and it, and, it, and it goes to a black screen, and it's like, you know, uh, William John, Johnson. John, John Thomas, 18-whatever 18, 18 to 1914. Um, and then you scoot over to the next guy while a narrator is going, so it does like a big camera sweep over to the next the next mm-hmm. soldier that you're going to play as, and the, the narrator's talking about how bleak and terrible the war is and stuff. It really does a very decent job of setting the mood. And I think the thing that I like the most about it is that even these, like, seemingly really cookie cutter like call of duty and 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 battlefield games like they they actually do put a decent amount of effort into the single player modes and i i genuinely enjoyed playing the single player well they i mean they did this time i think like that's the big and that's why like generally critically battlefield one has been getting reasonably good Mm -hmm, reviews mm -hmm. around it is that like you know battlefield four was just a fucking wet fart of a story for the fucking single player campaign. I played the first level of it and I was like, uh, never doing that again. I don't know. So, if, I don't cool. know if you guys played it, but it was just. I mean, it was the same. It was the same thing as like most modern shooters, which is like, okay, well, you can just wander around, and you're eventually going to wind up in a bunch of hallways where a bunch of like people that don't look like you will show up, and you'll yep. shoot them until they die. Shoot them until they're um, no longer living. Yep. And then basically, you'll and then you know there will occasionally be some quick time events and big like yeah. sort of. You know, large, large set piece explosiony things, yep. and then cool. We're yeah, a helicopter it. crashes into the thing, and it takes the building down. And now you're just in a like slightly different set of hallways where people will pop out that you need to shoot until Speaking they die. Speaking of taking buildings down, the last like actual f- modern shooter that I played was I think Modern Warfare Two. Um, I mm-hmm. played a little bit of Call of Duty Black Ops, and then that was kind of like. I, I, I hit a wall and I was like, I, I'm kind of done with these for a while. I haven't played either of the, um, of the blops. I got to say the the uh, environment destructibility in Battlefield 1, pretty nice. Very Especially good. Especially when you're playing those tank levels. like you can, you can be like, oh man, I see there are some guys over on the other street, but there's this house in the way through the house <laughs> and those guys are now dead because yep. i crushed them yep. um so like I, I i was i was pretty impressed with that i i i really enjoyed being able to like take that into account in, yep. in combat and be like all right i'm gonna go ahead and just shoot through this house and then i can take out that kind of placement on the other side yeah what i mean um, reasonably like you, you know how this feel very eloquently segueing into multiplayer um the like destruction in like of you know um homes and buildings and stuff like that in the multiplayer is also really really great oh yeah um you know so it's like you know because i well i mean both in the terrible way and the uh fantastic way because sometimes there's somebody in a tank that's not your friend yeah. um, and that's oh. bad yeah, that's um, not good. but i, <laughs> I like, i'll be safe against this wall oh no oh, no man. no the wall's gone oh but i had yeah, there I seems mean, to be a tank there well but i i had this time so i was like i was in uh, one of the desert levels in multiplayer the other day and i have been primarily just been playing the big 32v32 capture waypoints and you uh whatever i forget what they call it it doesn't really matter uh you know capture warfare, warfare mode or something. yeah it's king of a bunch of hills king of so many hills <laughs> so you, king you know of this hill and king of this hill and king of that hill yeah you know you have like cap, capture capture point <laughs> alpha bravo charlie Del, delta echo no 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 no, no, no. and apple butter charlie yeah because world war one oh, because they're, they're they're british oh, sorry old time i did i did i did play one level of the multiplayer what it was the level with the butter yeah we're losing capture point butter and i'm like no no stop no i can't take any of this seriously when you call it butter i just uh, so so anyway all that to say (laughs) we're losing butter we're losing butter oh god paula dean please (laughs) (laughs) save us and i think e is edward uh yeah edward edward i can't remember d is something different it's not delta somebody's yelling um it doesn't matter um but destructible environments david Destru- destru- we're, losing, we're losing capture point David. 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 <laughs> 
um, the destructible environments sorry. in multiplayer. <laughs> yes. Um, I was playing on one of the desert levels um, and I was like trying to go towards a particular capture point and the you know the enemy team has a, a tank that's just sitting up on a hillside mm-hmm. um, with a machine gunner and a tank and they're just sitting there just lobbing you sure. know, tank shells and As then you do. anytime anyone gets anywhere close to them the machine gun guy takes them out of course so they're just you know dominating this good, whole a good half way to do it out. yeah um uh but yeah so anyway so like i'm going and i'm running i'm like trying to like go through the buildings and trying to like hide because you know tank shells are exploding everywhere some some motherfucker has mortars that are just like launching into the city as well um and but the best thing happened which is that it's like i had just picked up off of some guy's dead body this big monster fucking machine gun oh yeah um and so then i was like oh man i was like i gotta find some dudes and so then i go to (laughs) i go to turn around and i get dudes i get to this thing where there's like a, a a sort of like street in front of me that i could sort of cross and there's buildings over there well the tank on the hill blows up one of those other buildings and there's like seven enemy guys in there and so You're i was like, like oh yeah this looks hey, perfect collect yeah in the end it didn't make a difference because we still lost that game very badly naturally because world war one i i think yes the multiplayer yeah everybody always loses is the thing i think i think one of the things that that is nice about battlefield and uh they they definitely hit my nostalgia strings a little bit the first time you load into battlefield one you get into the menu and it plays the and i was like oh shit i remember that shit from battlefield 1942 yep um and i think that so far what I've played of this game really does capture like the the fun part of Battlefield as opposed to like Call of Duty and that you're not playing on these like tiny little maps and it's not 6v6 it's like full on all out warfare like a bunch of people for like 30 something people versus 30 something people and like no matter what you're doing there's always shit exploding around you yep like and that is that is I think a more accurate depiction of combat I wouldn't know but that's a more accurate depiction of combat and um and I think that that is something that is kind of unmatched in a lot of the other shooters that are out yep. there so it's kind of nice it was it was nice to get that that kind of like musical thing and and like be like oh yeah okay battlefield 1942 i remember that that was a lot of fun and then like actually have the game sort of match that feel yep so it hit my nostalgia exactly where it needed to to be like yeah that's right i thought this was great yeah it is great yeah and any all that to say it's been it's been a ton of fun yeah. I'm, pro- I'm gonna hop back in um i'm i i'm, I'm, I'm a very sucker excited to play at pdx land i'm a sucker for a triple a story campaign so yeah. i've been having a lot of fun with that yeah. um i got to shoot down a zeppelin the other day and it was very good um i also what else have you been playing i also uh, have been playing. Uh, I, I purchased uh, the Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword hmm. on the ah. Wii U, and the only thing I wanted to mention about that, I was very impressed. Uh, I, I loaded into the game, and it had save files in it already. And it turns out that my in in migrating my Wii's memory card over to the Wii U, <laughs> in migrating the Wii's memory card over to the Wii U. Uh, it, it moved all of my Wii save files with it, and I just hadn't played a Wii game because hmm. huh. I all my Wii games are in a you? box in the garage, right? So I haven't I haven't played one of them. Yeah. Um. So like I picked up where I left off, and I didn't have to do the fucking like intro sequence and dungeon again, which is like the worst part of Skyward Sword. <laughs> so, hooray! I can finally go and finish that game that I never actually finished <laughs> in the series that I love and and have played every other game for, and this was yeah. just the one black sheep that had just just. A 
terrible slog of an intro sequence, like five plus hours of just like. Fun, Please just shut you, up. Did fun, you play fun, old, fun fact: that game is also on my list of shame of uh, uh, games that I have never played, um, despite loving uh, all other Zelda games mm-hmm. I have played. In that thing, I just like have I and I, I didn't hit the intro and not like it. I've literally never launched that game really? on a console. Huh. Well, fun fact: it's on the shirt that I'm wearing right now. Indeed. Um, uh, did you do like Oracle of Seasons, Oracle of Ages? Um, those those are the I. So I've played every main series Zelda game. Um, and I don't include the handhelds in that. And those uh, are the only two that I haven't played on a handheld. I've played okay. every other Zelda game um, uh, from start to finish. Like Minish Cap and yeah, all that stuff. Minish Cap. Uh, um, yeah. Link's Awakening. Very good game. I love Link's Awakening. That's a good game. Um, I even played Zelda 2, The Adventure Link. Which is... Hell, I have played the CDI Zelda games, Damn. if you can believe it, on an actual genuine CDI. So that's cool. Um, so I played that. I also, uh, picked up, uh, with the assistance of Skitch, my good friend, um, the best kid, some might argue, uh, I picked up a copy of Destiny Rise of Iron mm. ah. and got, got started on that. Um, and it's, it's really, I think, interesting to see this, this far past Destiny's launch to see how much of a of a turn in development they took. Like, mm-hmm. you can see kind of this gradient of like, oh shit, yeah, that's right, we need to have a story to back up this game, mm-hmm. like, as development went on. So the first expansion, House of Wolves, was like, yeah, we got some story, but like, let's, let's go shoot some stuff. Like, that's what you do, right? Mm-hmm. And then... You shoot the aliens yeah. in their shiny And thing, then as it went on, you get, you, get to, you get to, I can't even remember the name of the second expansion, but uh, then the Taken King came out, which was like the first like actual expansion. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was very, very story focused. So House of Wolves is like full of, uh, sorry, not House of Wolves, Rise of Iron is full of like cinematics. And Mm -hmm. like, there's a lot of like, like you're stopping and you're doing like, you're having actual like story time Mm -hmm. where you're, where you're like, you know, not, not in control and doing, doing cinematic and stuff like that, which is so far removed from the original game because the original game told everything from your perspective and really cut away from that very infrequently. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so to see, to see how far they've gone in, in the direction that I think a lot of people wanted them to be in, mm-hmm. in the first place mm-hmm. was good. Good. Um, so that all being said, there's no new classes, um, in, in Rise of Iron. So it's not, I think as much of a, as much of a, difference it doesn't mm-hmm. feel as different as like when the taking king came out they had a new sure. classes for each of the uh or new subclasses for each of the classes um but yeah it's fun uh, i'm working through the story in that and we'll see how it goes so cool and then yeah besides all of that i played plenty of world of warcraft and some, Lot, some lots of other blizzard stuff, things yeah. so cool cody ah, good cody buddy Clemens. what have you been playing on your video game machines uh uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> oh, and I've been playing Heroes of the Storm too. Okay, good. Um, so yeah, d- played a bit of the uh, Halloween Overwatch mm-hmm. themed thing, which is a lot of fun. You got some Junkenstein's Revenge in there. Junkenstein's Revenge. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I got. I didn't. Th- I don't think I got. I I bought some of the the loot boxes. Mm-hmm. I don't think I got anything very good. Oh really? <laughs> I think. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> does Bastion have a Bastion a does have he has it's like a it's like a like a tombstone colored yeah skin. so I got one and like on his chest quote unquote it says like R.I.P. yep on it yeah yep. so I got that I never plays Bastion though so yeah um, I think to 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 the Overwatch development team's credit um, the one of the big 
controversy things that happened when the summer games came out was mm-hmm. that you couldn't buy any of the skins and right. with the halloween update you or with the halloween event you can mm-hmm. buy the skins now they're expensive, um, they're expensive. so the legendary skins are three thousand three thousand coins mm-hmm. essentially or three thousand space bucks yeah um well. as as opposed to the normal legendary skins that are always available that are a thousand so like right. three times the cost is a lot but like for instance skitch has i think four thousand something coins sitting Oof. around and he hasn't been able to decide on what he buys. So it's nice for him because, like, he really wants a Mercy skin. He plays yeah. Mercy, like, all the time. That's his character. Um, and if he doesn't get that skin naturally through the through the crates, he mm-hmm. still has an option. To buy it. To do that. Yeah, because uh, I... And sorry, sorry, Skitch, for mentioning this on air, but um, he he did spend quite a bit of money trying to get the Swiss skin for Mercy uh, during the during the summer events because he wanted the... He wanted the what yeah. was her skin? skin. It was it was the uh, so the summer events they it's had the Swiss unique Olympics, skins yeah. right, but um, the the epic skins, the non legendary ones, mm-hmm. um, were all just kind of like recolors representing that country, right? Um, so like uh, Mercy skin was white and red. Oh right, yeah, I remember. And uh, yeah. like Genji also had a white and red skin because Japan. Um, and then uh, uh, like Torbjorn has a blue and blue yellow. and yellow one for yeah. for uh, Switzerland. So um, mm. or Sweden, Sweden. yeah. Same difference. Well, <laughs> basically the same place, right? Well, they're not separated well. by hundreds of miles, and and also a little bit of ocean water, um, but that's okay. So, uh, so yeah, you did the you did the the junk and signs revenge. Did yeah. you do that on on like easy, medium, hard? I did on uh, easy and medium. Yeah, I don't think I did any any more than medium. So I yeah. I don't think like it was medium a is hard. Terrible challenge. Medi- well, Medium's me- hard if you don't hard. have a people coordinating. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's the big problem. You have and to be you have to be communicating for sure. Yeah. Like you have to like if you're playing as Anna, wait until uh um like one of the bosses basically fuck. comes out before you yeah. like boost someone. It's like timing your ults so that people don't like end up wasting things. I think one of the things that I I, I haven't loved about this mini mini horde mode that they have is that they restrict you to four characters right so yeah. you can you can play as anna hanzo mccree, McCree or soldier 76 right right um and i would i like it's it's a very nice horde mode because they have like reinhardt narrating the thing which is really cool like i i really enjoyed that as i was playing mm-hmm. it um but like i really wish that i could select uh different character just one just yeah. one different character um <laughs> besides those four because i like all of those characters don't get me wrong but like um it doesn't feel like it's a true game mode and it's not supposed to be it's a brawl it's an event yeah. brawl but yep. um so so i think if i had if i had uh my my wishes granted um just like with lucio ball like mm-hmm. I, I i wish they would bring lucio ball back that would be great and it'd be really cool if they'd allow you just like multiple characters well it'd be cool if they did that with dr Junkin. you could do that inadvertently <laughs> <laughs> yes, you could. Yes, because because it was broke. It was broke as shit. And then you just stand there and, and then you're taken out everybody. by Torbjorn's torrent tor- yep. tor- the whole time. I mean, that is kind of the bummer about the way that they have been adding these like kind of fun game mode things is that like because they are just like a little brawl thing. It's mm-hmm. like there's not a great deal of motivation for them to like put a ton of effort into like yeah. finding little bugs like that because like that's ah, yeah. gonna be dead. Yeah, it's, it's gonna, gonna be gone in two and weeks. Then we can we can bring it back whenever we want. We can we can bring it back four years from now. Exactly. Next time there's a summer Olympics. Yep. Um, they <laughs> no, did, bring it back for the Winter Olympics. Jeff yeah, Jeff Kaplan, the director of Overwatch, did say that they are going to be doing a summer games every year, not once every four years. Sure. So so just FYI, it's not the summer games. Yeah. Um, what have you been playing, Cody? So uh, yes, the other two that I want to talk about are ones that I don't think either of you have played. Uh, I know at least one of them that I haven't played. Um, so first one, uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. 
Ooh, I got that. Now I know both of them. I got that in the uh, Tomb Raider 20th anniversary pack that came out. Gosh, golly. How is that? Uh, It's very good. So so, so people that have have played the entire Uncharted series have said that this is the best Uncharted game since Uncharted 2. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's that's awesome praise. Like, Uncharted is a very, very renowned series. Um, It's, it's, yeah, they, they did a lot of cool stuff that they didn't do in the first Tomb Raider reboot. Like the one that was just Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider, yeah. Um, for instance, like you uh, uh, through a lot of the part that I played so far, you're in uh, Siberia. Mm-hmm. And doing that, oh man, that freaking ice climbing demo that they mm-hmm. showed when they first showed off the game. Yep. And like the most vertigo inducing like ice. Oh. I was I was genuinely sitting there like gripping my seat the entire time. I was like, oh no 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 no, that's a long fall, Laura. Don't do that. <laughs> so one thing you can do um, is when you're at a camp, you can change clothes <gasps> depending on your environment. No, Chris. It sounds like it's getting very sexy in this game. No, it's not. Oh, okay. um, so like, if you're in like a a a snowy environment, you want to put on snow clothes. Because if you don't, then like her movement is inhibited and things like that. Oh, neat. So, you know, like actual mechanical, it's not yeah, just cosmetic. Exactly. Well, that's good. Um, she clearly has no issues killing people this time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she well, she it. barely had issues killing people the first time. Yeah. Got it. She got over it pretty quickly, <laughs> I feel like, last time. She was like, oh, that guy looks like a bad guy. Yeah. I better shoot him in the head with this arrow. Yep, just arrow to the head. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, like really, like really beautiful environments and stuff like that i would say that's one area where maybe uncharted 4 has a leg up on this one and just like the the like i mean naughty dog has a lot of experience yeah so so. um just like the 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 i wouldn't say the details but just like the overall aesthetic of the environments is maybe a little bit better in uncharted 4 um i felt more compelled to like stop and like take screenshots of things Mm -hmm. in uncharted 4 did you uh did you get this on uh console or pc PC? good man yeah of course uh, how, how are them? How are them? Hair works. Uh, it's it's, it's, fl- it's flopping everywhere. Just flopping all over the place. <laughs> have floppy, floppy hair. Yeah. Good job. Thanks, Nvidia. Yeah. Much appreciated. Um, no, it's fine. Um, you get a little bit of her backstory, like with her dad and stuff like that as well. So, um, not that kind of backstory, Chris. Ah, uh, yeah. Good God. Um, <laughs> I'm just never hey, going to bring up Laura Croft anymore. I'm just trying <laughs> to represent the interests of a majority of the gamers. That's um, that's a facetious uh, assertion, but I'm sure. Not. Um, <laughs> um, she she does f- like fall absolutely absurd uh, heights from absurd heights and just go and go like ah oh ah. oh my ribs for some reason uh, why, why oh. do my ribs hurt <laughs> gosh golly that was a real long fall and I'm pretty sure I didn't shatter my legs but yeah. I should have well so. no it's like her falling on her side oh good <laughs> okay yes well then yes ah. my ribs ow oh, like oh two stories yep um question yeah is it is it as um uh, shockingly brutal as the first one was occasionally. I I, I do recall a certain oh, oh, river neck, sequence. Like, there's still many, like many, many, many gruesome death yeah, animations. The old, the old neck pipe um, simulator. Because I, I, I genuinely, like, it was genuinely shocking. Yeah. Like, I didn't I didn't think I had genuine shock left in yeah. me. I am a jaded person. Like, it, it would have been one thing if she just, like, would have got stabbed to the neck and she was probably like, ah. Oh. Yeah, but and she's, like, like, she's, like, clawing at it and she's yeah. like that. So, like, like please, please. Yeah, please, please let her please, die. Please, please, Release her, please. Um, <laughs> There's no God. Is there, is um, there, is it, I mean, did they, did they kind of go with a similar? I haven't encountered any. Okay. Um, I mean, my, my deaths have been primarily from my own idiocy. 
<laughs> um, oh no, I jumped off this cliff. Yeah, it was like uh, it was things like when you have to like shimmy like across a wall and then like jump over to this other like tiny ledge that you can grab with your hands and I just like miss the ledge and you hear it go like <laughs> ah! ah well you know and then like if if the ground is visible then you hear it go like thump. oh great cool <laughs> well that's I mean that's a thing that happens when somebody yeah. falls off a, off a off a cliff or something Mostly, so. yeah and hits rocks and yep. things like that um <laughs> what else uh, there was what happened with the oh there actually there was kind of one oh good uh, mostly involving a bear um, woof oh boy <laughs> I mean roar not woof. <laughs> it's not a dog. <laughs> um, on a scale of one to Leonardo DiCaprio, how rev- how revenant was this? How, oh. how revenant was this bear? Uh, less because he didn't die. I don't know. Unless that's his ghost in the revenant after that scene. I haven't. I haven't seen the. Revenant. He didn't die after okay. the bear attack. Okay. Um, I think that was kind of the whole crux of the entire thing. Right. Because uh, revenant means somebody who's returning from the dead. Right. Um, well, it's kind of the a little bit. It's, it's you should watch the movie. It's it's very good. Um, I will. You know, he got a you know, he got an award for it. Um, uh, um, I mean, it was like this is all relevant to video games. Like you're discussion. running away from the bear. It kind of oh, let's see. No, I was gonna say it kind of reminded me of like a Crash Bandicoot type thing, where like you're, <laughs> where except <laughs> in, in, case, appropriate. in case of a giant boulder, instead <laughs> you, of a giant boulder, it's a it's a it's, it's a, a large a, furry thing with claws and teeth. Yeah, you the, you don't want that to run over you. I promise you, it's just as bad as the boulder. It's worse. Some might argue. Some might argue. Um, and uh, but in like there's one thing like where like I missed a like a jump or something that I had to make, and the bear caught me, and he's just like ah, and like kind of like clawed at me like, a little bit, and she was like yeah. ah, and then it's like oh. okay, well you know so, as you do. The fact that I was alive like two seconds. Ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um. Yeah, it's a very pretty game, though. Um, I would suggest, like, if anybody gets the chance to get their hands on it for either full price or discount price, it's definitely worth picking up if you enjoy those types of I games. I mean, it's it's definitely on my wish list. I haven't finished the first one yet, and I wanted mm-hmm. to before I moved on to the second one, but, man, my back. You don't, just... it's not, I mean, don't, don't let not finishing the first one prevent you from playing this one, because there's not a whole lot of... I'm working on that real hard. What, uh, what game were we talking about in the Discord the other day? That you were like, I'm going to play all 15 of the earlier ones. Yeah, yeah. What game was that? It doesn't matter. What are you talking about? Something? Fire Emblem? I don't know. No. Hell no. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm very much trying to release that notion of like, yeah, yeah I'll play I'll play four previous games that are going to take me like 80 plus hours each so that I can enjoy this new game that I kind of want to play. Yep. Like, yeah, I don't like, I'm trying to remember, there's a character that you play alongside like an NPC for, for the beginning bit. Is it Zoro? Of, no. It'd be really funny if it was Zora. It's, Zora. <laughs> it's in Siberia, so I don't think he's... Zora, come with me. I will save you with my sword. Zora? Zoro. Oh. You know, um, the masked man with right, the no, I, sword yeah, and the sure. tornado, the, the, the horse, and, and Anthony Hopkins. Sure. And, and that was t- the one with Tonto, right? Antonio Banderas. Oh. Oh, man, I love that movie, the fucking Mask of Zoro. <laughs> it's very good. Catherine Zeta-Jones, Antonio Banderas. I fucking watched the shit out of it. Sorry, tangent. My bad. Um, Keep going. Yeah, very good game. Don't stop. It up. Never stop play, stopping. Play it. It's a lot of fun. Um, the other game that I've been playing. Yes. That neither of you have played. Chess. I don't think. Is Civilization Six. Oh no. Six, uh, six, six, six. I'm sorry about your life. Why? Because that's famous. <laughs> <laughs> It was Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, that's right. What? Because we were going to talk about that. I was I was talking about, I I need to go back and play Red Dead Revolver and Red Dead Redemption before I can play Red Dead Redemption 2 because they announced that. Yeah, you don't need to. Yeah. Um, especially, <laughs> yeah. The, especially the first one because it's not good. I That's what I've heard. Um, 
But yeah, Civilization Six. It is the latest game in the Civilization series. <laughs> if the six was not a dead game. Oh, good, great. <laughs> it's not the first one, and they're calling it Civilization Six. <laughs> well, Battlefield <laughs> One, we were just talking about. <laughs> so I mean, numbers don't mean anything anymore. Yeah. They sure How don't. Do numbers, Xbox One. Yep. Um, how, how is that Civ Six? Oh man, it's very good. It is super good. <laughs> what uh, can can you can you tell me the completely an issue? I have only ever observed Civilization being played. I okay. tried to play it once, and you know that one picture on the internet of the dog with the lab coat on that says, "I have no I idea, idea what, what I'm doing." doing? Yeah. That was me. Sure, the Good. entire time I was playing Civilization. Somehow I won, which was neat. Um, but it took sure. me like twenty hours, and I was like, "I'm never doing this again." Um, oh, so so you, you got a lot further than me. I had that exact same experience, and I got about five hours, and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, I, play, I played it over the course of a couple of days, and then like I got to the end of my first scenario because I just did like a small custom game, and I was like, sure, that took forever. I have no idea what happened. Apparently, I won. I don't understand this game, and that's okay. <laughs> um, so can you, Cody, somebody who is somewhat more initiated in the yeah. whole civilization universe, sure. tell me what's new about Civilization VI? Um, so previously... Can you old... get more civilized? Uh, yes. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Bullet point got. More civilized. <laughs> civilization VI. Civilizer. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Civilizer. Um, starring Civil Shepard. Uh <laughs> Oh no! Um, uh, so um, in previous Civ games, yes. so one, one thing that uh, this will make—I don't think any difference to either of you—in um, Civilization Five, they did away with unit stacking, so multiple units could not occupy the same tile at the same time. Okay. Um, they brought that back in Civ Six. Which okay. People that have played the return of a feature, people love. Yep. That's always a good move. It is. Um, Sometimes they just take them away so that they can return them in the next game. That's true. <laughs> which that was actually it's been the past two Civilization games have not had it. Okay. So Civ Five and Civ Beyond Earth. I believe I played Civ Five. Was yeah, the one. Beyond so Earth was I one in space was second. like basically Alpha Centauri, but not as good. Um, Man, my story about Alpha Centauri, real quick. I spent no shit. <laughs> the entirety of an afternoon trying to figure out how to do anything a thing yeah. in alpha centauri it was i could not get off of the screen i was on and i was like this <laughs> game is shit i hate this game and i don't ever want to play it again that is my <laughs> one experience with alpha centauri <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst <laughs> um okay so unit stacking's yeah. back uh what else what um, you so yeah so unit stacking's back uh so in previous games as you'd make improvements to your cities like you'd add things <laughs> chris are you okay i'm just i'm just thinking about sitting there just clicking on fucking everything and we couldn't get it to do fuck all you know i know a button that works quit I was, I was like come on can i click on a planet click, click on this like alien dude nothing nothing did anything sorry Oh, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Tell me more about civilization. I really genuinely um, do. So, that. in in uh, previous games, as you would make improvements to your <laughs> your city, Chris, goddamn it! Shh. As you made improvements, to as your you cities, made improvements to your cities, it would just kind of like add something to that city. Um, but in Civ Six, they've introduced districts. Okay. Um, which uh, ex you have to place on tiles outside of your your like so your your main city. Chris, God damn it! Would you please? Your main city occupies right, something. Occupies a single tile. Okay, and then you have other districts that you need to place outside of that. Um, 
that, so but still like, within the, the the borders of the like, like the city. You like build out the city because I know it wasn't wasn't Civ Five wasn't like one of the big features was that like you could really like manage the fuck out of a city. Kinda, yeah. Like, and before that, you could sort of do it, but like it wasn't think, as in depth as Civ Five. I don't think it was robust as people were hoping it was in Civ Five. Okay. Um. So, but like, so you place districts like there's like uh for like like Sim City level of city management at this point. Nah, or? Okay. no, no. Okay. It's not like you're like. You're not like pipe. building up the blocks. Um, right, yeah. You're not like zoning out like this is the residential district and things like that. Like okay. this is like a science area and this is a cultural area and this is a, uh, uh, a religious district and Man, things like that. I sure do love my cultural areas. Mm-hmm. Let me yeah. tell you what. <laughs> I, I take, never mind. Um, uh, and so kind of where you place those so you ha- you have your your city that exists on one tile but then there's like the the region of that city that expands out beyond that mm-hmm. um and so you depending on where you place these districts um within uh that border has basically you can get bonuses for if you place your district in the right area so if you place like your science district next to some kind of uh uh geological formation or something like that it gets additional resources yeah. based on that okay and then if you pair like put districts next to each other the the you know they uh, have like uh, some some synergies yeah yeah stuff but it doesn't work with on. all the districts so they have to be have kind of like so you sort of have to do some city planning basically yeah. like okay yeah. that's kind of yeah, cool because huh. you're also restricted to just the bounds of of the the borders of that yeah that i mean area. uh just again completely uninitiated mm-hmm. instead of like i don't do that at all is this like 50% of the game? Is it like 10% of the game that you're doing like the city management? Uh, is it like an even split between that and the broad worldview where you're managing troops and shit like that? Or yeah, like- I mean, I, I would say that it, it it depends entirely on what kind of what, what kind of game you're playing. Yeah. Because so, you can be like, oh, I'm going to do a political I, victory and yeah, I'm going to vote just gonna that go, guy out of, out I'm of just, life. I'm just going to go for like a militaristic victory and then you just like build up your troops as much as you want. And then and you, you nuke the crap out of Gandhi. Right. Or yeah. he nukes the crap out of you. As you do. Gandhi, you bastard. Um, we trusted you with those nukes. Which you that said is, you wouldn't use them and you double-crossed us. Um, you tiny, tiny, <laughs> tiny, awful You bastard. tiny man. <laughs> you small man. <laughs> you small, deceptive man. <laughs> Uh, um, and then there's also like other like civic things that you can do as well. So build you wonders. Can, uh, you could you've been able to build wonders for a while. I know. Um, and uh, uh, some of the natural wonders that I've come across, which were like, hey, why not that? Because Crater Lake, Crater Lake is one of them. Oh, neat. <laughs> this is kind of we fun. live near that kind of in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, we live nearer to that Near-ish. than a large majority of the population <laughs> of planet Earth. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, that like that and unit stacking. So the the districts and the unit stacking are kind of the the two big things that I've encountered. I mean, it's still also like you know go out and you know try to win through various means of your choosing. There's the space race victory and all that stuff still. So. Wonderful. <laughs> um, but it's it's like it is a ton of fun. I don't know that. I don't know that it's any easier to get into. Sure. Necessarily. I feel like not a civilization person. Yeah. I feel like I would be okay. And this almost seems almost patronizing, but like I would be okay if they released like a Civ Junior or something. I I would probably think that's revolution. I was going to say that's the iOS. The mobile versions are basically that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, maybe I'll check it out. Yeah. Also on console. I mean, I would prefer to have you know a mobile one, a PC version or something. Yeah. Good, I don't but know. It's a PC, like, PC version of it. Um. Cool. Well, that's yeah, neat. It's very fun. Yeah. Um. Uh, nice. The other thing I know Civilization is pretty famous for is is taking up copious amounts of time. So mm-hmm. have you have you logged a lot of time in it? Probably. Cool. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a good answer to a terrible question. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> um. That that's it for the like the big games that I've been playing. Yeah. Uh, playing a lot of that Altos Adventure. Balto's Adventure uh, on, on the old on the old iOS device. Yeah. Mm. Uh, which I beat your score, oh. Nick. How uh, dare you? So I haven't played great. that game in a very long time. Yeah. Good for you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. I don't care. I said, I was I was oddly deterministic about it. like I was very determined like I got. I know. I, I know how that goes. Because at the top have, of my I friends have, list. I have played a horrible, horrible amount of Trials HD for exactly that reason. So yeah, nice. I, I know how it goes. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. Um, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back to talk about some news. Hi there. My name's Christopher. I live in a very small town in Canada, and life mostly confuses me. So I started a podcast where I call people and ask them really big questions. It's called Sounds Like an Earful. first time I've had a real person to talk to. <laughs> can you ask people if they have a list of things I can do to make a new friend? I feel wonderful right now. The only thing that's making me feel really good are the chemicals pumping through my body. So men don't whine? No. They just suck it up and they drink their whiskey and... Well, I do that. But you whine while you're drinking your whiskey. <laughs> you can find more of the show at soundslikeanearful.com. Or tweet us at sounds underscore earfuls. You're awesome. I okay. didn't like you at first, but now I do. Bye. See y'all. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye, guys. Have fun. Pleasure. Thank you. Bye-bye. See you later, guys. Hello, I'm, everybody. I am fully recording. Oh. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Um, so, some news happened. Yes. Since the last time we recorded. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Guess what? Let's talk about a new console. New console! New console! So exciting. Um, so uh, did did either of you guys think it was kind of weird that Nintendo was like, hey, we're going to have some new news on the Switch like tomorrow, yep. like all of a sudden and then <laughs> on the cool. NX, like and yes, sorry, the NX tomorrow. Um, they it was like it was like a tweet. Yeah. It was like their big build up <laughs> to like the reveal, and it was a, it was a picture of the dude in the Mario costume that they use in all their directs. Oh god, uh, that picture! Pulling I have, a curtain I aside about and it. peeking around it, and the creepiest of fashions, and like it was seriously <laughs> like like one day of like build up, and then by yeah. the way, tomorrow, yeah. like we're gonna release a video. The be- I forgot. The best, the, the I forgot the like afternoon yeah. of meme that was basically. The best I saw was the, the the a two panel of the the creepy Mario, mm-hmm. and then the second panel was Sonic in a shower. Mm. <laughs> <sighs> so appropriate. <laughs> um. So anyway, Nintendo Nintendo would you know uh, held held to their yeah. word, and they released a they released a, a an unveil trailer for the Switch. It was uh, about three minutes long. Yep. For um, their new console called the Nintendo Switch. Yes. Yeah. My apologies. Um, but yeah, so the NX is now the Switch, um, and the trailer, kind of a brief summary of what we saw was a bunch of people using this this console, mm-hmm. um, which secretly is a tablet um, that lives in kind of a dock attached to your TV and has some detachable controllers on the side. So basically what everyone was saying on the internet beforehand. Yep. Um, the controllers are called Joy-Cons, 
I guess. That is mm-hmm. the official branding for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can be removed uh, and used wirelessly uh, by themselves. There's a couple of different attachments. Um, in typical Nintendo fashion, there's like a charge cradle that you can use. Um, they also have a pro controller that they showed off in the in the trailer. Um, and uh, they basically started the demo out with a guy who was, was sitting there playing uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild on his TV. And his dog, like... You know, does like, a, does like a dog thing at him and says, "Dad, I gotta pee." <laughs> and so, and so he's like, and so then cool he gets dog. on a plane. <laughs> yeah, I, God, I don't think there's a good narrative for any of this. There is, uh, but so 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 he basically he takes he takes the Joy Cons off of his little controller adapter thing, slides them onto the Switch, which surprise is a tablet that he took with him to the park so his dog could go pee, and he kept on playing Legend of Zelda. Does this um, fucker have a front yard? Just let his dog I, out. And he lives in an apartment. He knows that apartment life. Um, so, so, I mean, pretty yeah, cool. I they mean, kept on like, they kept on going through use scenarios of like, you know, oh, hey, my friends are calling me over for this cool rooftop party. Let me be an antisocial fuck, Karen. Look how, and, look how, look how cool I am with all my millennial friends with their yes. rooftop parties that I'll bring um, my new unreleased Nintendo console. What's, exactly. What's the Penny Arcade comic? Oh, I haven't seen that one yet, actually. I need to. Um, but, uh, so the, the, the trailer continues to show other use cases. Um, there's some guys playing basketball. They pull out the switch, um, and they pull off the joy cons and they actually had two switches head to head. Yeah. Um, it has a kickstand on the back. So they set it up on a table next to the, next to the, the basketball court and they're playing, you know, I assume NBA, NBA 2K or something. I, I have no idea what sports games and are un- anymore. An unconfirmed, uh, basketball, yeah, some, sports some game, basketball sports game, something. but they were playing apparently head to head on two separate teams using two switches playing against each other with their, with their wireless joy cons as controllers. Um, so I mean, it looks to be a pretty versatile, system like it's mm-hmm. it's they they very much sold that trailer they sold it with portability in mind mm-hmm. um and as as of yet they haven't really announced any solid details as to the hardware so really yeah. all we have to go on officially from nintendo is what you see in the trailer i know that yep. nvidia has come out and said like yes we are in this console yes and that's pretty exciting too nvidia hasn't had a hasn't had a contract for a console since um what was it what was the last one ps2 i think so i can't remember um, but AM- AMD has basically was been the, PS3? the the go to GPU manufacturer for consoles um, for for at least a few generations now. Uh, PS3, um, PS3. Actually. So, um, so yeah, Nvidia Nvidia is is backing this with uh, some some customized form of the Tegra chip. We don't know if it's the Tegra X1 or Tegra X2 yet. Um, but we, we have uh, definitely been speculating about it in our Discord channel yeah, a lot. Well, yeah, I mean, think I was. I think we specifically, like, I at least specifically referred to the way that Nvidia phrased it in their press release, mm-hmm. which said uh, that the uh, what does it say? The Nintendo Switch is being powered by the the same architecture that today's best gaming graphics cards are powered by, which like would lead me to believe that they are referring to the Pascal architecture yeah. that the current GTX 10 series line. Exactly. Off of, yeah. um, I mean, it would be, it would be very wise of them. It, I mean, <laughs> to yeah. put something relatively modern in it. So, yep. Um, that all being said, it's still a tablet, you know, it's, it's a tablet form factor. It is, it is relatively small and thin. Um, a lot of, a lot of, uh, like Eurogamer was trying to do an analysis of the size of the mm-hmm. screen based off of like the, um, the analog sticks. Yep. Um, so they were like, okay, so we know that the analog sticks on like the, the Wii U are roughly this size. Mm-hmm. And if we take that and we kind of extrapolate, they kind of figure it's about a 6.2 inch screen. Right. Um, and so then, uh, supposedly Eurogamer has gotten separate confirmation from the same sources they had before 
that pretty much like to a T outlined everything we know currently about yeah, the so switch. That, that it was going to be um, a tablet with removable controllers yeah. on the side. So yeah, yeah so um, I mean, so it's sort of looking like that's what's going on. The rumor mill is pointing towards roughly a six point two inch screen, capacitive, uh, multi touch, capacitive, multi touch, but that's seven twenty p. Yeah, seven twenty p. Supposedly, um, we still don't know for sure what the guts are. Um, mm-hmm. We do know that the, uh, it runs off cartridges. That was in Nintendo's trailer. Yep. Um, so there will be cartridges. They look to be... Called game cards, it yeah. only refers to them to. Yeah. Uh, and they yep. look to be somewhere somewhere in between uh, like Game Boy Advance cartridge mm-hmm. size and DS cartridge size. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's definitely a proprietary cartridge. It's not like, you know, oh, yeah, we're shipping these on like modified SD cards or something right. like yep. that. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, a couple rumors that I had just heard today um, was that... Uh, the maximum size for those cards mm-hmm. is 128 gigs. That's good. So that's that's that a, is a respectable a, a amount. chunk of space. Yeah, that's plenty of space. Um, and that uh, it will not support um, USB drives. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, well, I mean, you know, you don't want to have USB sticking off there. Although uh, Nintendo did confirm that there there are USB ports on the dock. Right, like, those are probably so, for something else. Yeah, though, because I mean, those ex- they they could they could be for charging the Joy-Con or right. something like that. Um, although the um, so I I don't know what the official name of the attachment is. There's there's the the controller that you put the Joy Cons on, and the Joy Cons turn it into kind of a more traditional controller. It mm-hmm. looks like it looks very square. I've but, been thinking yeah. of it as kind of like like the 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 Switch Play and Charge controller because it sort of feels like the whole Play and Charge branding that xbox used for their play and charge kits yeah um and and i'm pretty sure that thing has a battery in it it looks um, pretty beefy yeah, yeah because it's got it's got uh when the when the guy uh takes the joy cons off of it there are a couple of leds that look an awful lot like a battery meter mm-hmm. um on there so i think that that the controller cradle the the play and charge mm-hmm. cradle whatever you want to call it um will probably plug into the switch dock somehow Mm-hmm. And USB is probably a good. I mean, I, I yeah. would be very happy if it was USB because then yeah. I know that I have spare cables floating. Around. Yeah. Right. Well, and I mean, like the Wii U Pro controller just uses regular mini USB. Yep. Yeah. You know, so I mean, the, yeah. yeah. The hope would be that like they are using proprietary things where it, like at least reasonably makes sense for them to do so, like, with, like game the cards. game cartridges, yeah. um, and that they're still, you know, and then they're using standards for things like charging con- connections yep. and stuff like that. Um, as far as as far as like my 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 thoughts about what's probably going to be in there, I don't think they're going to do a whole lot of internal solid state memory. I think they're probably going to rely on on SD cards like the 3DS has in the past. Um, and I think that uh, the 3DS doesn't support doesn't officially support SDXC cards. Hmm. Um, so you can only do SDHC cards, which max out at 64 gigs. Mm-hmm. So the biggest card you can put in a 3DS right now is a 64 gig card. Yep. Technically, I think people have gotten XC cards. To to work but unreliably mm. um, so if they were to get the switch working with the XC format then I think that opens them up to like I think 512 I, I don't know if there's a terabyte SDXC oh, you card can, yeah, you get very very big. I think there is yeah so so I mean that would functionally mean that internal storage is basically what you want it to be mm-hmm. and it's not going to be a proprietary hard drive that you have to buy from Microsoft because fuck Microsoft yeah um, <laughs> so uh, so like all of that being said so far, the only like really big thing that's potentially holding this back as like a decent console all by itself is how much power can you pump into a portable? Yep. Well, which um, which it's I, I mean I think it's really 
And um, I, you know, like I said, I was out of country. I happened to be out of the country, which meant that I had a bunch of time to read about a bunch of shit while you were asleep. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I would just, so, you know, like I would go to sleep and a bunch of, and you all would be chatting about <laughs> the like, uh, you know, switch deep into the night. And then I would wake up in the morning and I'd be like, here is a bunch of blocks of text from Nick who yep. is reading a bunch of like, yep. you know, Anantech reviews from like the hot chips conference on like what might be inside of like the like Parker Tegra X2, something, you know, mm-hmm. um, but I mean, I think like um, my my at least reasonably educated guess from kind of knowing how the planets seem to be aligning around Nvidia's pro- product line is that it will like probably be a downclocked Tegra X2 going into the tablet itself. I'm crossing my fingers for, right now. for tablet mode. Yes. So that it can play things at 720p and try to keep some semblance of balance for battery life in yeah. that mode. And then when it is docked, um, it can clock up because there may be ability for it to have. I mean, there's, it will there's have power and probably probably potential for active cooling. cooling. Yeah. yeah. So like, there's that's that seems to be one of the things there in the in the pictures. There seems to be there's like a looks vent. like a fan vent. Yeah. Up, there's um, a vent on the top of like the, the switch, center, which like it could possibly have quiet active cooling while portable. Although I can imagine that would just destroy the fuck out of the battery life. But in in cases of really high need, like if they have scaling going on like you know the the how the xbox one does res- active resolution scaling sure like if they have active active scaling going on like they could theoretically turn the fans on in times of dire need to <laughs> to clock it up to maintain in times of great yes. need we turn it, the fans exactly, on. exactly we turn the fans on and keep and and just just turn them on just enough that they can they can scale down what they're doing and yep. then maintain, you know, 30 frames a second or whatever they want to yep. do on the handheld. So um, the other thing I thought was really interesting in the NVIDIA announcement was that NVIDIA is working with Nintendo to develop APIs directly for the Switch. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. and they, they were focusing on creating really lightweight stuff. Yeah. Um, which So that they could then. The hope is that basically, yeah, is that like portable. NVIDIA is figuring out ways of giving Nintendo basically some sort of console equivalent of like metal or uh, mm-hmm. whatever AMD's thing is called or their um, DirectX 12 good, like good mobile 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 GPU yeah APIs. basically fi- well figuring out the the sort of like um, removing abstraction layers to get straight to bare metal as mm-hmm. as quick as you can with um, API things and I think that's the the hope is that there is something like any of the number of uh, like Vulkan etc any of the mm-hmm. like odd name code named uh better <laughs> technology to get to the bare metal that is doing processing power stuff uh, the hope is that they're nvidia is figuring out a way to do that yeah um, well it's kind of odd to see nvidia working <laughs> like, like it, it it's weird to s- kind of try to figure out what the hell nvidia is doing with this because they like literally make kind of a competitor-ish type of thing I, which they use the at, which they use as a showcase for their Tegra series chips. I read I read like, a report that they were sort of maybe killing treating this as <laughs> the as the successor to the shield and that yeah. they were just putting all of their eggs in the Nintendo basket so to speak. I mm. mean it's probably in their best interest to stop trying to make consumer hardware. Like yeah. I mean cuz Nvidia like Founders I mean, Edition Founders Edition graphics cards aside like is not like a hardware like, like, I mean, like, they're not like a consumer hardware company, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, so like all of their like Shield and Android TV and all of that stuff always kind of felt weird, anyways. Well, it's because they're trying to bust into a market that's already occupied by Nintendo. <laughs> so well, if you can't beat them, yeah. I mean, I, if you want, if you want portable, dedicated handheld gaming, 
Nintendo is sort of sort of the king of that market, and Nvidia was was approaching it like, hey, we can sort of migrate the PC market into that market too, and it never took hold because they weren't they weren't in the PC market, but they weren't in the like actual handheld console market either with the Shield. Yeah. So I feel like they've always sort of been in this weird middle ground, and they haven't been able to shake that. And this is their way of saying, "Fuck it, we'll go with somebody who's proven in the handheld market, mm-hmm. which is Nintendo, and we'll back them really, really hard. We'll and then the we can take a little <laughs> bit of the credit if it goes well. And also, if it doesn't go well, it's all their fault. Yeah. Like, um. So I think that's sort of maybe their yeah. business move there. So, um. All of that being said. Uh, I we we don't have a whole lot as far as solid tech specs from mm-hmm. Nintendo, and we supposedly we anything, aren't expecting them until January, yeah. um, January twelfth. Yeah, yeah. So Nintendo just said, I think yesterday or something like that, mm-hmm. um, that they they plan on on giving a proper like tech sheet in a in a more detailed video where they will go into into the Switch's uh, internals. Um, January twelfth, so so you know about midway between now and when it's released mm-hmm. in March. Yep. Um, so all of the, all of this is very 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 fast um, as far as Nintendo has worked in the past. You know, uh, uh, giving giving uh, a reveal to a console six months before launch is is pretty quick. So yep. Um, and I mean they're obviously putting their eggs, all of their eggs into the Switch basket. Um, yes. Because they had their what. Uh, earnings report just the other day as well and uh there was you know massive massive drops in sales for wii u year over year yeah. 3ds is still continuing continuing its decline yeah i um, mean it's continuing from a from a very good position to decline so like it's i like, mean it is that tracking, that well is is finally starting to dry up I it's think. yeah it's tracking below past nintendo handhelds yeah um, as far as, uh, you know, sort of like the rate at which sales decrease over time on yeah. its lifespan mm-hmm. versus, you know, the DS and past, you know, yeah. Nintendo handled. So, so, there's, so it's, chart, chart-wise, the Wii U and the 3DS are kind of out. They're, so. on their, they're, on their, they're certainly on their way out. But um, um, they also, said in their earnings report they expect to sell 2 million Switch units basically at launch, which I think... Fingers fucking crossed. I'm I, crossing my fingers. I sure hope they can. That would be neat for Nintendo. Um, I mean, I, honestly, I want to see that happen because I want, uh, like, because like for me, it's like I know I'm gonna buy one. Like, yep. I, I mean, yeah. like it's it is, um, you know, it's like I have a five year old and a seven year old, um, uh, one of which who is effectively tethered to the Wii U, um, a great deal of the it time that he is home. Warms my heart. Um, you know, and so like. Uh, you know for me it's like well it's like i'm obviously going to get one i was actually like talking to my wife about whether we should just plan on buying more than one so that because i was like well like if i'm gonna want to be able to play on it i know i'm not, i'm gonna i i will <laughs> I, I will have to literally rip it out of the hands of my young child um <laughs> you know if i want to like play zelda while he wants to play whatever new yeah, mario totally game comes valid. out or something um but i my my hope is that there will be a better like more reliable release of new titles that take advantage of it and are good mm-hmm. coming from Nintendo because they've explicit that one of the things they did say is that there is no 3DS or Wii U backwards compatibility. Um, at least, at least not through physical media. Right. They may so, do some virtual console yeah. Wii U releases or digital releases um, for Wii U games. Which but. I mean, I'm, I, I'm really hoping that they do that with 3DS releases because I sure do have a lot of, ver- of, of, uh, uh, 
digital purchases on my 3ds i have a fuck ton of them it'd be really cool if i could just pull that library over yeah. i don't know if i can and i'm not holding i'm not holding my breath for that um you mentioned you mentioned buying multiple multiple switches um and that reminded me of a point that i saw brought up on on, on the internet a little Is while it that ago we don't know anything about price either please, well please we don't know anything us. about price <laughs> i i i think i mentioned in, in our discord i was like i would happily pay nintendo 500 for a console if it meant that it had a matching set of hardware inside it that justifies a 500 price tag yeah um, I don't mm-hmm. know if this is going to be a $500 console from Nintendo. Not, I'm pretty sure it's not. This is not that console. <laughs> it's, I, I, it's, I, my, my guess is $299. I, they, uh, 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 the current, current president of Nintendo, the, the acting, the interim president, uh, mm-hmm. Kimishima said that, uh, they are not planning on selling the switch at a loss. So, uh, I mean, they said know, that about all of them. Sure. I mean, and, and I mean, that is, that is one of the only things that Nintendo has stuck to basically from the start mm-hmm. like they I, at a I loss think per the, unit or i think the gamecube sold at a loss when it initially came out but it was like it was like a very very small loss and they they reversed that like like five months in they were like cool we, we got some manufacturing shit sorted out like yeah. now we're selling them at a profit again i mean for what um, for what it's worth the what shield tablet with the tegra uh, X1 that has a 1080p capacitive screen mm-hmm. is like was selling for 200 bucks. Okay. So I mean I think that I like mean, yeah that that is a valid figure for, so for I, I just a mean, similar product. Yeah, so it's like you're looking at a thing that has like a slightly larger screen than the mm-hmm. than the Switch is purported to have. It is running more or less the newer version of the same silicone that it was expected to have. It mm-hmm. also has a battery mm-hmm. that is made for it to be a portable thing that is used yep. for a period of time. It is focused on playing games, but it doesn't have nice controllers with all of that additional functionality it doesn't have the dedicated dock to be able to yeah, like, right. charge it and also plug it into a tv so i mean my guess is that 299 is actually a pretty reasonable guess yeah. um uh, my hope is that they maybe have uh like multiple SKUs like they did with the wii u coming out and that sure. they can get a 249 SKU out there and maybe have a 349 that includes the joy con connector um, you know, so like the, the, the cradle, the plane charge thing, yeah, yeah. like, or maybe, mm-hmm. it, you know, maybe they have different capacities of, uh, like SDXC cards that are built into it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like there's, there's a bunch of things that they could do, you know, to, I think kind of like work around the pricing game to be able to hit multiple price points. Sure. Um, well, and, and honestly, and that's, at this point, that's traditionally like where in, Nintendo has settled to is, is let's, let's give a nice, very cheap option for, for consumers. Yeah. I mean, if they come in under what? 399 they're going to be the cheapest console still right like I mean, xbox xbox <laughs> yeah. xbox one s is what 300 i guess i have no idea i haven't been keeping up on console pricing for a long time now um um i, I did want to mention that the one of one of the other points that i saw online that i thought was really really intriguing um if the the dock nintendo has purportedly said that the dock has almost no functionality beyond charging and and power supply and mm-hmm. and as connecting as a connector to the tv right um so my i i think we were speculating off air a, a couple of podcasts back and i was talking about how wouldn't it be nice if there was some kind of you know, expansion RAM or something like that available in the dock that the system could then access when it's docked so that it could do more stuff and, and have a little more oomph. Mm-hmm. Um, but if that is not the case, which it seems like it's not, uh, wouldn't it be cool if you could buy another dock for like 50 bucks and hook that up to every TV in the house? Yep. And then if yeah. you want to switch where you're playing your game or even better, switch you, yeah switch yeah, where see, you're playing your see, game that's where the fucking name came or even better because nick you were talking about what if i have multiple consoles mm-hmm. 
your kids could very easily move from one room to another and then you could start playing on the console by literally just plugging yours into the dock as yep. it was like that's a neat fucking concept yeah being able to move that shit around that easily of like, having having the dock effectively just be basically a charger and adapter yeah this is yeah. how you put this thing on the tv without having to go and fiddle with a bunch of cords like yeah that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, I mean, I don't know. The one kind of bummer for me is that, like, uh, like the dual screen mode of the Wii U currently is actually kind of great. Like, yeah. and, and I, yeah. I actually have appreciated using that several times. Mm-hmm. Um, I do, like, absolutely like that they did not break away from the I can sit on the couch and I can play this home console mm-hmm. uh, yeah. while something else is happening on the TV. It's too good to, um, to, to just to just let that fall by the wayside. Like, yeah. that was a very good feature of the Wii U. Yep. Um, but, yeah, but I think, I mean, it is kind of a bummer to see the, the sort of functionality of, like, there isn't, because there's not effectively really any tech in the, <laughs> the dock from the sounds of it, like, that means that I can't sit there and hold the tablet and have it wirelessly beamed to the TV and be playing it in my lap on the tablet and also have it show up on the screen. Yeah. Um, there's just not a, there's just, there's just no tech to support it doing that. Um, which is like a little bit of a bummer, but honestly the amount of times that I've used that is slim. Yeah. Um, yeah. it's mostly been for times where, you know, like you know, playing wind waker with the kids or something. And I want to be able to like sit and focus on like playing the game on the couch without a kid, mm-hmm. you know, wrestling on me or something like that. So it's like, they're busy looking at the TV and be like, Oh, look right there. Look, 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 we have to go over here. And I can be like, yeah, I know. I see that. Thing. Yeah. I saw it yeah. five minutes ago. Chumps, um, yeah. you know, um, <laughs> kids, but also just like so the no, dual no, screen no thing sign, of like maps, maps, yeah. inventory, like all the kind of cool stuff that showed it off. Um, for yeah, what it's I'm, worth. I'm torn because it's like on the one side that was cool on the other side thank you nintendo for getting rid of another gimmick that uh, like a developer fe- would feel compelled to have to do something about well we gotta do something would, with the second screen somehow yeah. let's toss a map on there yeah, yeah. so it's kind yeah, of removing I, a hurdle for a developer that, that's one of the things Hello. that I, I like about this the most is that it it seems not gimmicky like everything here has a function. For as weirdly gimmicky as it is, it doesn't. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, like I mean, it is it is literally a console, like a supposed home console that you right. pick up and take with you. Like, but yeah, it doesn't seem like there's gimmicks in there for gimmick's sake. Everything right. seems to have a purpose, um, and that extends to the last thing I wanted to mention that we do know or think we know about the hardware um, is that uh, since it is a capa- supposedly a capacitive multi-touch screen, mm-hmm. a lot of people had questions about well, how do you deal with a capacitive multi-touch screen when you have to dock literally the console? into a dock that's hooked up to your TV. Um, the Joy-Con, apparently, uh, a lot of people have noticed what seems like an IR emitter on the right side Joy-Con. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. And so, supposedly, they'll use the same tech that they've been using for motion tracking in the Wii, since since the Wii, um, to... Uh, there, there was talk that the dock may have uh, IR basically a sensor, a sensor bar on it, which is just two IR lights. Or mm. the top of the screen, I've heard, as a potential for it to, yeah, as well. Yeah, exactly. the top so, of the screen kind of like still sits yeah, out over Yeah, the, it, it kind of peeks out over it. So hmm. um, so that would replace the t- touch functionality of the actual touch screen when you're playing it on the TV. You could literally just point at the screen and, and click. And hopefully nothing... Nothing multi-touch. Yeah. <laughs> Although, you know, who's, who's to say both Joy-Cons don't have don't have IR receivers in them. Yeah. Like they have been, they have been using this technology now for, I mean, when did the Wii release? 2005. 2005. So they've been using this technology for a really fucking long time. Yeah. So, so like if anybody can minimize it and and make it so that it's not super power consuming, like Nintendo's probably figured that shit out. Why not have two separate pointers that you can then use for multi-touch functions? Like, 
that'd be kind of fucking neat. Yeah. If you're like navigating, you could navigate a 3D thing with your with your dual dual pointer. Like I don't know. I'm thinking of like uh, just you moving around your hands like you're holding a Wiimote and a nunchuck. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of reminds me of like uh, Breath of the Wild when he's using like the magnet stuff, mm-hmm. and he has to like pull the stuff out of the the lake. Yep. I mean, they could they could basically keep the motion control functionality of the Wii mm-hmm. without having us port the Wii Motes over to yet another console because right. they kept the functionality for the Wii Motes in yeah. the Wii U. Yep, um, which also, caused did, a bunch of confumer confusion. Yeah. So. Did you did you mention like the Pro Controller and stuff that they're releasing as well? Yeah, the the Pro Controller I thought was really nice. It's basically an Xbox controller. Yeah. Um, they <laughs> went with they went with the uh, the offset. offset the offset control sticks, which is the the Wii U Pro Controller has. Uh, uh, I think it has them the same. No, it doesn't. It doesn't no. have the same old offset. offset. So, yeah. um, which I far prefer that format anyway. So, um, I I'm just not a fan of of the Dual Shock, Dual Dual Shock, Dual Shock controls, or even worse, putting analog sticks on the top and buttons on the bottom. Like that's Oof. happened in 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 in, in not mainstream consoles. Yep. Um, the Ouya. Yeah. Right. <laughs> ooh yeah. Um, ooh yeah. So I I don't know. All, all said, we could probably talk about this and speculate about it for a really long time. We're not going to yeah. get any more solid information for a little while. Yep. Um, Nintendo is even doing directs in between now and January that are 100% focused on Wii U and 3DS games. So they're really, so I gotta, think, trying to wring the last little bit of juice out of those. They're trying to dampen the like how much of a negative impact I uh, mean, pre-announcing a console before a holiday season yeah, has. They're, they're releasing no. a new console in March. <laughs> I guess fuck holiday 2016 because they're not selling any Wii U's or 3DS's. That's for goddamn certain. Yep. Um, um, so, but I mean, they, they do still have a few titles left and we were looking over a list beforehand. We don't need to go over the list. But, yeah. We have, there's a, um, was a monster <laughs> hunter. I mean, blink, yeah, blink you miss it. It's not a, it's not a big list. Um, I mean, and a so bunch of the stuff is like the, the Wii U basically is a wasteland from now until forever. Yeah. The Wii U is essentially done. Breath of the wild is still coming out on it, but that is going to be kind of a, like, why the fuck would you buy it on that's, that? That's when their, on the switch. Uh, per, that's your. It's their Twilight Princess. Yeah, yeah, it's their Twilight Princess. If you're a person who doesn't buy a console very often and you yeah. you know, you like, you know, are perfectly happy with the Mario games that you have or don't yeah. buy very many games, like yeah. at least yeah. you get to play the new Zelda. Like exactly. I think it's that's actually pretty um, decent. So so that's deal. that's kind of gonna be the last and probably the next <laughs> um, major release for the for the Wii U. The 3DS still has a couple of things. It has a new Pikmin that they announced at E3. It has uh, there's a big Animal Crossing update. Ever Oasis is coming out. Um, the the ports of Yoshi's Woolly World and Super Mario Maker are coming out on the 3DS. So there's still some things yeah. left for the 3DS. Yep. But it very much seems like this product is going to probably replace both of those things. So yeah. Which so is- don't expect a a full Nintendo console to come out that isn't portable or a portable to come out that is not the Switch. Like, I'd, yeah, I'd, this be, is I'd be pretty happy if Nintendo went down to one console. I'd be okay with that. Um, especially if it's a console that, that takes the best of of both of their both of their different markets and kind of jams them together. And this is all this is all lines up with them merging their handheld and console divisions mm-hmm. what 2 years ago? Yep. Almost yeah. like it's been a really long time and I think everybody like has been, been working on it this yeah, whole time. Everybody yeah. has been speculating yeah. this entire time that the merging of their handheld and console divisions was indicative of surprise some sort of hybrid console. Yep. So yep. I mean Yes, let's do this. Like, I will say it's I'm kind of for it. it's kind of a bummer just looking at the size of it as a person who uh, waited anxiously until they came out with a non XL version of the new 3DS <laughs> to buy it. <laughs> you wanted um, something, yeah. I wanted I wanted something that was not basically like miniature tablet sized um, because like having a dedicated switch light like. <sighs> Light having, switch. Having it. Light switch. <laughs> with with thirty or forty minutes of battery life. Oh um, god. But 
yeah. So I mean, it only takes eight AA batteries. Yeah. So it is. It is kind of a bummer to Game see Gear. basically like the death of the actually truly portable like yeah. portable gaming console I mean, because this is this effectively spells the death of that like it does the vita, I, I have the vita my 3ds in my pocket right now <laughs> yeah i have my 3ds in my pocket right now and i have an ipad mini in my bag and and i know that when i get the switch it's going to be occupying the ipad mini space not the 3ds space yeah. i can't fit that shit in my pocket i have very big pockets because i wear a kilt yeah but i cannot fit that shit in my pocket i promise you well i, was, it, I don't it think just, i'm gonna want to either because it's a full console it makes it makes it kind of interesting to Crack. see that like nintendo's actual it seems like their actual new approach is basically like have a home console that has some portability aspects to it and then super mario run coming to iphones in december um you know animal crossing and yokai titles coming Mm -hmm. (laughs) down the road as well it's like or in fire emblem titles coming too it's like uh, maybe that's their thing it's like if you want a tiny thing that you just like don't have to carry a bag to carry around with you you can still play your shit you can still play nintendo things and we'll get on phones um and to see them switch to the other stuff otherwise is i guess good Yeah. Um, yeah i i mean again we could probably talk about this for forever and ever and ever but i feel like this is kind of what people have been wanting nintendo to do for a while so, oh i promise i promise um, we will have leaks between now is, and january and we'll talk about this again definitely not the thing that people wanted nintendo to do but it is it is it is a nintendo thing. doing their own thing and also trying to align with what people wanted yeah. to do which is like so typical of them as a company so yeah. i i i'm not willing to say bright fr- bright future yet um <laughs> because it's nintendo and they fuck things up royally all the time um, but this is this is as I've been saying for the past like year and a half now with Nintendo uh, definitely a step in the right direction. So, yep. So that's our Switch coverage. Uh, yeah, let's um, let's we, wrap we, this we, up because we we, we we have we have one more piece of, of jolly news. Hey guys, one more good piece of news that yeah. makes everybody. Happy. Are you familiar with the German director Uwe Boll? Uh, he did. He directed Schindler's the, List, the Dungeons and Dragons movie, and he also directed the Postal movie, and he also directed what did he? What Blood Rain. That? Blood Rain. Yeah. Oh, Blood Rain. <laughs> oh boy. Um, Uwe Boll, uh, famous, famous, uh, loudmouth and 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 dickhead, has officially, apparently, retired from making movies, and and it's not because of like. His his reason was that it's too expensive to make movies now. Uh huh. Sure. Uh, <laughs> it's not that you know your movies are shit. I mean, he is he is the film director version of Trump, basically, right? He's like, bad. he's <laughs> like real bad. Bombastic, uh, patently false things frequently have a, a tendency to come out of his mouth. Oh, true. Yeah. Um, it's really funny in in his in his retirement statement or whatever the fuck he did. Um, he basically said something to the effect of, you know, I think maybe you'll go back and you will watch my movies and you will find there's something there. There's, <laughs> there's, there's something there. Is, there. there is, there's there is literally, literally there. some sort of merit to the movies that I made is what is what he said. He said, especially like Postal 2. He said, go back and watch Postal 2. It's really you a might, good commentary. You on. might you might find that it's not as bad as everyone was saying it was. Well, Uwe Boll, I hate to say it. <laughs> You're wrong, dude. <laughs> and I will fight you. I know you're a boxer, but I will fight you. I won't <laughs> fight me. One v one me. Fight me. One v one me. IRL. I got this. <laughs> you, you and me. One v one me. Let's do it. God, what a. Uh, well, at least he's not making movies anymore. That's the important yep. thing. At least and the world now. breathed a sigh of relief. At least he's not running for American president. Um, which God, can you we? Can't? Yeah, well, that's true. So that's good. We'll see what happens. Um. <laughs> So I think that is going to do it for us for this week. As always, 
We'd like to thank. T- wow, it's been a long time. <laughs> As always, we'd like to thank Todd Tulsa's for our opening disclaimer. Uh, Todd Tulsa's is the first actor Uwe Boll considered for his Dungeons & Dragons movie, and Todd Tulsa's, being the infinitely wise man he is, uh, dropped out of the movie knowing that Uwe Boll was poison and everything he touched turns to poison. He's basically like a shitty Midas. Um, so, uh, Todd Tulsa's, thank you for dodging that bullet and, and help. Yeah, he's shit Midas, um, Uwe Boll. Um, so Todd tells us, thank you so much for dodging that bullet and then coming into our lives and helping us out with uh, with the things that you did, namely the opening disclaimer. You can check out Todd tells work at imagingvoice.com. All of his work is available there. Um, please check him out. He's a great guy and he's really great to work with and I love him. He's wonderful. Um, imagingvoice.com. Todd tells us, the voice of a generation. Let's see if I can get through this. I don't know if you can. Our intro and outro song. I'm not holding out hope. Is The Geeks Shall Inherit the Earth. So far, so good. By I Fight Dragons. Okay. Off the album kaboom you did it go check that out oh my god a plus go team um if for some reason after this great great gap you would like to still support the show um i can think of a great and um recently reasonably inexpensive way for you to support the show um (laughs) so if you support us on patreon um you can support us by uh choosing an amount of money that is appropriate to you to pay for each podcast episode that we release uh so when we say i don't know miss a few weeks in a month um you can get a nice discounted rate on your 30 live support um, in months in which we do not deliver on nothing you get a discount in that you don't pay as much money to support us when we don't release a podcast because we're uh, bad because we're bad bad boys um, but we would uh, we would love and appreciate your support um, at patreon.com slash three zero lives um, I know in years past um, we've done things like giveaways around the time of our game mm-hmm. year episode um, we are still kind of talking about and formulating what we're going to do about that um, I, I am resisting the urge to just spreadsheet just all the damn things no. um, at least so far I will hit you with a rolled up spreadsheet uh, we have not yet made any decisions so we'll see uh, we'll see what happens but um, but yeah so if you have if you have ideas for what you'd like to see out of that uh, we've done like you know basically a tournament style bracket in the past sure um, yeah we're not doing know, that this year too 30, much fighting 30 lives yells at each other for three hours to choose what game we all universally hate the least um, and then we pick Fallout 4 and then and then Fallout 4 instead wins um, <laughs> or tear away or tear away <laughs> fucking tear away man <laughs> Uh, fucking away. so if you have thoughts on um, how you would like to see that uh, happen um, you know or you would like to support the show so that we could do um, you know something maybe different this year for that um, we would love to do that yeah. uh, and so we love please, to hear from you yeah so. so please please send that feedback um, over to info at 30 lives podcast.com yeah. so that we can find out what you would like to do um, honestly there's a good chance we're just going to do whatever we want anyway yep because <laughs> that's, 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 how, that's how we do that's how we roll here um, you can also you can also communicate with us via our various social media platforms you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on uh, Twitch. We have a Twitch stream, uh, which has been just as neglected as the actual podcast. So that's cool. That's true. Um, but you can also you can also find us on uh, Twitter. We have a Twitter feed, and uh, you can find us at thirtylivespodcast.com when the website's not down. Um, and uh, that's kind of the nexus you can go to for all of our content, old and new, uh, mostly old. Uh, <laughs> we have some written reviews up there. Uh, I don't think there's any plans right now to get back into those, but. If you like what you see on any of those, please let us know. You can subscribe to our channels um, and communicate with us via Facebook. Sometimes mm-hmm. we do contests on Facebook, so if you need monetary incentive, we got it. Um, but yeah, check us out, please, and, and tell us what you think. We'd appreciate yeah, that. If there's any of those things that you want to see more of, then bound means less. That's also a huge motivator for us to keep on doing the show. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, when we miss you know a couple of weeks at a time, it's always nice to hear from somebody be like, "Hey, where's the show? Missing the missing the Thirty Lives podcast." So yep. So let us know you're out there, guys. We like it. Yep. 
So, I have one thing I want to send us out on. Very good. Is it a user question? No. Okay, thank God. Uh, Although it is a question. Oh, no. Uh, I'm going to call this segment, that doesn't belong there. Um, Very good. (laughs) uh, It is from the video and online game section of the Yahoo Answer service. Oh, no. What have we come to? And? This question. Go for it. This question is from Jason, and he asks, in the video game and online online game service uh, section, why can't everything be free in life? The man makes an excellent point. So, indeed, I'll leave you that to ponder. Think about that. And we will not address it on the next episode. My name's Cody Clements. I'm Nick Cunningham. And I'm Chris Fromm. And that's our 30 lives. We'll see everybody next week, maybe. Probably. Hopefully.